Deep Thoughts Podcast is a podcast recorded every Tuesday live at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo. Deep Thoughts is a fan-made podcast and all articles are credited within the podcast as well as in the show notes. All statements said within the podcast are purely opinionated statements. More information about the podcast can be found at twitter.com slash Ryan Kubo. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, how's it going? Ryan here, back with another episode of the Deep Thoughts Podcast, a podcast talking about all big picture Twitch news. Uh, joining me, of course, is my lovable and best slash worst co-host that we determined from last week, Pixel underscore Pusher 101. Pixel, how are you doing? I am doing all right. Just, uh, chilling on this fine Sunday evening. Yeah, yeah. it is Sunday, guys. Uh, I know that this is going to be a special treat for some of you people. Because uh, usually we record the podcast on Tuesdays, but uh, I won't be able to do it on Tuesday, so we're switching it to uh, today, Sunday. And to be fair, we had enough show notes to be... We were set with the show notes around Friday evening, and I think we had enough articles to cover so that even if something is to come out in the next couple of days or whatever, I think we'll be fine with holding it off probably. Oh, yeah. So I think we have some really good articles today. We have, you know, a couple, three or four articles to go over, three of them being kind of like, you know, a little little lax. And then we have a pretty big article to discuss and talk about that I think will pertain to everyone's interest. Um, A little teaser for that, but it's just a look into how much Twitch streamers or just content creators in general uh, potentially can make. So I think that's pretty interesting uh, to talk about. but uh, yeah, uh, if this is your guys' first time listening to the podcast, um, you know this is Deep Thoughts Podcast. Uh, me and my friend here, Pixel, talk about all big picture Twitch news. We usually uh, stream this live, if you're an audio listener, listener on twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo every Tuesday around 9 p.m. PST, 9.30 p.m. PST. And then you're, you guys receive the audio recordings about mm, 12 hours after um, we are done live streaming. So if you guys are listening to the audio, keep doing it. I really appreciate you guys for checking mm-hmm. out the audios uh, on iTunes and other various sources. But if you guys ever want to, you can join us on the live stream as well to uh, watch us uh, record it and see what our faces look like, basically, is pretty much all it is. Um, anyway, a couple of announcements that we have. Uh, This is probably going to be the last time I talk about it until it actually gets approved. But I know a lot of people have been asking, dude, where's Spotify? You know, how long is Spotify going to take? It's going to take a while, guys. Um, I have been looking at other podcasters who have are a, bi- a way bigger following than ours does. And they have just gotten approved on Spotify. And they submitted maybe about a month or two ago. I'm not really sure what the issue is with Spotify, why it takes so long, etc. But our podcast like was on there. And then it got removed, I think, because we changed like the album art or something. And now it's like not getting back up on there for some reason. And it's not mm. a glitch and there's nothing I can do. It's just it just says distribution pending and I can't unpend it and resubmit it. So from what it seems like, it just seems like it's going to it's going to take a while, <laughs> unfortunately. So, um, sucks. yeah, it does. But I mean, we'll let you guys know in another announcement on the podcast uh, if, um, you know, if uh, you know we get back on there uh next up we just wanted to mention that uh we wanted to remind you guys to please rate and review our podcast on our various podcast uh sources whether that be itunes or anchor or stitcher it does really help us out guys it basically gives the podcast more credibility also when you look up the podcast uh just random people looking for a new podcast and they type in twitch news the rated ones will be shown up first so um, it just gives our podcast a little bit more visibility and credibility. Uh, if you guys do end up rating the podcast on any of the various podcast platforms, um, you know we will give you a shout out, read your review and stuff like that. So uh, in your review, don't forget to plug your Twitch or something if you want to get get you know get a little sellouty as well. Um, thirdly, just wanted to remind you guys that we are just. Just to subscribe, I guess I should say, to the podcast on the various podcast sources. Subscribing is the same as on YouTube, basically, or a follow on Twitch. Basically means that when you subscribe, the episodes as they come out will be automatically downloaded to your uh, devices. That way you don't have to individually download each and every episode, which is really nice. It's kind of a set it and forget it type of thing. Um, And then second to last thing, uh, just a reminder that we do have a YouTube channel for the podcast if you do got... Uh, if you guys do want to uh, watch the VODs, uh, that's youtube.com slash Shigeos, S-H-I-G-E-O-S. 
uh, Twitch TV, all one word, all lowercase, if you want to go check out the VODs from there, as well as we have probably the worst Twitter handle known to man, but until <laughs> I can get the Deep Thoughts Twitter handle taken away and given to us, I can't really do anything. But if you guys do want to follow the Twitter, it is uh, twitter.com slash D, capital D, capital D, H-O-U-G-H-T-S, capital P-O-D. It's awful. Pixel's laughing at me right now because he knows how awful that is. <laughs> it's an awful handle. It's the only thing I could get. So, um, fo- oh my god! Yeah, follow that if you want to uh, get updates on Twitter about it. It's just announcements of like what we're recording, when the next podcast will be held, etc. Um, also, follow. I don't have a, a Vanity Discord link, unfortunately, but for any of you people watching the VOD or watching the live stream or listening. Uh, if you go to my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo and scroll down, there is a link for our Discord. There is a channel in that Discord that titled Deep Thoughts Podcast, where as on Twitter uh, or on Discord as well, I should say, there is a feed there as well where I post announcements about when the next episode is going to be, when the episodes are available, et cetera, et cetera. So it's pretty much another version of Twitter, uh, if you would, and I decided to do that for everyone. Um, and then, yeah, so... Announcements out of the way. Pixel, how are you doing? How's your week been? How's it been since Tuesday, basically, since uh, I last saw you? Spoiler, I might have saw you earlier, but how <laughs> how how is everything? Oh, no, it's been going really well. Uh, I actually met up with Ryan over here over the weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we got out and uh, got some dumplings. Yeah, it was super good, actually. Yeah, it's one of my favorite dumpling spots in L.A. It's like it's like my favorite, absolute favorite. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I ended up driving up there, took about an hour and then we got there an hour early and then we realized by like a stroke of luck that it was open an hour earlier on Saturdays. So we yeah. were planning to eat at like 11, 1130 and it was open at like 10 when we basically got there, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. So And we're like, yeah, this is great. Let's go eat. And yeah. it was totally empty and we got our food within like five minutes. Yeah, that was super cool. So it was really good. Uh, thanks for inviting me out, Pixel. I appreciate it. And no problem. Thanks um, for coming. Yeah, man. And you can see all that on our social medias as well, which we'll plug later on in the stream. But besides that, that is it for our personal lives and for any announcements. Let's jump right into the news, shall let's we? Let's do it. All right. So Twitch Prime is giving out some free loot, guys. Get hyped. It's pretty sick. I don't know how to pronounce this, but you can get the Assassin's Creed <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey Aegean. Aegean? Aegean Pirate Pack. Yeah, it's like uh, the Greek Aegean Islands, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, skin Pack, if you link your Twitch Prime with your Amazon Prime and redeem this between October 2nd and December 5th, 2018. Apparently, the pack contains a rare gear set of a mount, some pirate gear, a ship design, and a theme, and there's directions below on how to get those things. To be honest, I have... I have not played an Assassin's Creed game since Assassin's Creed 1. Then I skipped Assassin's <laughs> Creed, and I think I played the one that was in America. And those were that's my extent of Assassin's Creed. So I'm not a huge fan uh, of Assassin's Creed, so I won't be getting this. I don't have the new one anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Yeah, Pixel, thoughts on uh, Assassin's Creed? I mean, they look cool. I mean, I, I, I'm the same way. I haven't played Assassin's Creed since, like, the first one. And I'm mm-hmm. just I'm not well-versed in the game at all. But the designs in this pack look pretty cool i mean yeah just look at that armor it's sick yeah i mean assassin's creed's one of those games where it, it would have been better if it didn't come out like every single week <laughs> or every single year <laughs> i feel like but it feels like every single week sometimes you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that would have yeah. been like a lot better or whatever um oh, yeah. i will say that the assassin's creed game for uh the one that wasn't based in america was actually pretty cool it was um an alternative timeline where hmm. George Washington was actually actually secretly like a villain, and he was like wanted to run the country as like a dictatorship hmm. and That's stuff like that. So that one was pretty cool. But I mean, beyond that, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, there's not much we can say, unfortunately. But yeah, if you guys do have Assassin's Creed, the latest one that came out, you can go grab those skins right now. Um, but yeah, on to the next article that we have for you guys. Um, the NFL. The National Football League is on Twitch, and it just oh, got a little goodness. better. Um, <laughs> this I thought was really, really interesting. This has been out for a couple of weeks, but I didn't really find an article about it. I saw some like very like vague tweets about the whole 
topic and the whole situation. But apparently, mm-hmm. Twitch struck a deal with twitch.tv slash prime video. And they will be airing uh, NFL coverage on Twitch. And they have also included a brand new overlay extension where you can check out stats and real-time stats of the game and uh, itself. And then also uh, certain people, uh, certain streamers will be co-streaming uh, the NFL games as well. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Gold Glove co-streamed it. And then uh, after that, uh, Tim the Tatman uh, co-streamed it with his own commentary. So I thought this was uh, pretty cool. I'm not a football guy or a mm-hmm. sports ball person in general. But it was, it, I mean, it's pretty cool to see this type of stuff happen and to be able to watch it. And I feel like Twitch chat makes anything better. What are your thoughts, Pixel? No, I think it totally makes Twitch, um, makes anything better when you have Twitch chat. Like, the reason we all come to Twitch is because of the commentary and, well, Twitch chat. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get that experience anywhere else. And watching sports on Twitch, it just kind of adds to the feeling of it. You know, you kind of, it's kind of like watching it in a group. Mm-hmm. And you you can't get that feeling unless you go to like a sports bar. You have friends over, and if you don't have a lot of friends that enjoy sports, this is a way to to you know just have fun together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. It's a uh, uh, it's interesting just because um, the channel itself is very generic, and so it shows that Twitch is probably planning to continue to push these type of events. Uh, maybe not just with sports but with other maybe Twitch Prime original series, which I thought I mm-hmm. think would be a very, very interesting idea for them to do for sure. Yeah. Um, because it's Twitch Prime videos, so I could see them, uh, I don't know, just airing a bunch of other Twitch Prime type of stuff. And uh, it's interesting because when you, uh, if you're on Twitch Prime video streaming app and you want to watch football on there, it actually opens it up on Twitch. So I think, it, mm-hmm. I feel like it's also bringing a lot of normies <laughs> and people who might not know what Twitch is from Amazon yeah. into the fold of what Twitch is and kind of getting them like exposed to it by like mm-hmm. showing off like a mainstream type of thing. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like how um Heroes of the Storm was on ESPN at one point. Yeah. It's just introducing esports and I guess internet culture to a new audience and right. this is a good way of, of doing that by just kind of easing them in. Or even like uh Evo, uh the fighting game tournament has premiered on Disney Channel as well as ESPN this past summer. They oh, did really? all the top eight finals on Disney Channel and on uh, ESPN. It's like ESPN oh, one or two. So that was pretty interesting too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, kind of a side note with this as well is that you can cheer for charity. Uh, from what the the blog says, it says cheering for your te- favorite team, whether you're in the stands or yelling at your screen, is one of the best parts about being a fan. Now it can also be a way to fall. Uh, show support of a good cause during all our thursday night football podcasts for every 100 bits cheered on twitch.tv slash prime video twitch will donate one dollar to the american cancer society so i think that's also pretty cool too um they take a little bit uh they take like a uh, a small cut of it but uh from you already buying bits but then at the same time uh at least they're donating something to cancer you know what i mean i think that's pretty cool um it's always good to do some type of like charity type of stuff as well you know yeah, yeah, totally, man. So, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I should also mention that it's only on Thursdays. So I didn't even know football played on the weekdays. <laughs> to, to be honest, I thought it was like Sunday football. Like Sunday football was a no, thing. There, there but... used to be like a Monday thing. Like Monday night football was another thing. Oh, okay, so I guess it's only on Thursdays. So it's only like select games, I guess. But I mean, either way, mm. I mean that. Yeah. I mean that's pretty cool as well. I am in. I am in a fantasy draft for football. Which mm-hmm. I don't know who I picked, but I'm currently in second place, so I'm winning this fantasy nice. draft. And uh, the the, oh, yeah. the the top three losers of my fantasy draft have to make get a trophy made for the top three winners of the fantasy draft, and the trophy can oh. say anything. So I believe like last time, like my friends made one that was like best babysitter or something 2017, and I was the fantasy trophy or something but they pull all like the money from everything to be able to do it or whatever so that's pretty funny as well nice so (laughs) apparently that's uh what is happening or whatever on twitch with the football stuff i think it it shows a lot of potential for prime video in the future it does i think i I think they're only scratching the surface with what they can do as far as like promotions go and Mm -hmm. just reach in general yeah um 
I definitely I definitely see them too as well. Like what they've wanted to do for a while is to be able to like branch out into the mar- like it really branched out into um like more of the normie culture, if that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they really want to get I think like Amazon is gonna really be pushing in the next year to be able to like um like really what like get more Amazon users onto Twitch because I think they said like only two percent or three percent of Twitch like of Amazon users use Twitch Prime. Really? Yeah, or something like that. So it it's something like um it's something really low like that. And I feel like they're like oh man, we get a lot more people on Amazon using Twitch. You know what I mean? Because Twitch is still mm-hmm. not like a ha- uh Twitch is still not like a household name. I feel like it's getting there. But yeah. I feel like we're in the first like wave of that, especially with like the whole Fortnite craze and celebrities getting onto it. So um, sure, yeah. it's it's smart for them to do something like this Twitch Prime video type of stuff, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. The more people that are on Twitch, I mean, the more Amazon's going to make. Exactly, exactly. So we'll see. Um, okay, so next up, uh, unless there's anything else you want to say about the NFL Pixel, uh, no, that's it. Okay, okay. Um, Next up, uh, we have a thing, a uh, Reddit post uh, created about three days ago by a uh, Twitch user named twitch.tv slash hourhawk. Uh, so thanks to him for uh, posting this article on Reddit. But he is talking about the removal of the programming category on Twitch. Uh, if you guys didn't know, and I feel like you guys should know at this point, uh, uh, the IRL section and creative section are gone and they were split up into about 10 or 11 categories or so. And because of that, what ended up happening was programming was one of the categories that got split up, but then there was still science and technology. Mm -hmm. So it was like really weird. Like I never really understood why it was still there, but nonetheless it was there and it was there after the, the merger or the disbandment of IRL and creative. And it was there, but, uh, everyone was kind of saying that they noticed that there was no, um, what do you call it, artwork for the category. It said programming, and that was it. It was like the default artwork. Hmm. So people are like, oh, that that's kind of weird. And I guess about three days ago, the programming category is gone. Um, kind of just reading what this guy is saying, he said... Uh, Myself and many other streamers have lost our beloved programming category on Twitch today. This is detrimental to both my own stream and others who make a living and or benefit of Twitch viewership. Generally speaking, many of us have consistent uh, daily streams and make content revolving around web development and app development. Recently, this new update out of the blue without any contact to the community has severely harmed our growth and statistics on Twitch. We'd like to send a formal message to Twitch and its team to reinstate the category, but first let me further explain the supposed replacement categories. And he's basically saying that the replacement categories that were created uh, as in um, mainly science and technology do not give a good specification of what the, what these people are actually trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently there used to be categories that were much more um, specific for what there was. So there actually was a programming category. And then there was actually, I didn't know this, an app development category. And then there was actually a game development category. These were all different categories. And I guess they, and it's kind of weird because they took IRL and they split them into these more specific categories. But then mm-hmm. with these gaming, uh, with this game development, programming, and app development, they decided to bundle them together. <laughs> And merge them into one category called science and technology. So it's kind of the opposite. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. then there was no real discussion or news about that. You know what I mean? Just just listening to this makes it sound so confusing what's happened. Yeah. And it like, seems like I, it's the opposite of what should have happened. But yeah. 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 And they, they, they wanted clarity, but they ended up confusing almost everybody involved. Yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, it does seem like the thing that's going to happen is that the science and technology section yeah science and technology mm-hmm. section is going to be the uh debunked or de facto category right uh but mm-hmm. from what this guy is saying is that since he's made the switch there since uh programming game design and app development have gone away it's actually done a detriment to their stream they're saying because mm-hmm. the science and technology category people look at that and they don't see programming people look at that and see like there's somebody on here there that's an astronomer and she talks about stars and stuff right they don't mm-hmm. they don't go in there they don't see it as a place that people are going to go oh 
I want to watch programmers. I want to watch web coders. I want to watch game design or game development, right? They think that the category is mistitled and a little bit too broad for what they were doing. And he kind of argued the same thing. Why did we have such specific categories before that had pretty good viewership in each, let's say 300 viewers per each, then you decide to bundle them all up into science and technology. To be honest, I believe that it's fine. That's my opinion on it. But what what is your opinion on it, Pixel? Just hearing initially. Um, I honestly think this is fine that it's rolled into science and technology because mm-hmm. it does make sense that it would go there. Mm-hmm. I think more than anything, this is Twitch just pushing the use of tags. Yeah. And it, it, it's trying to force people to use tags more um, like there are game development tags, there are mm-hmm. software development tags. Um, so I think this is a push to use that more and using that as a way to kind of build a, a community. And I don't really see there, there be any, anything wrong with it on its, by, by itself. I know right. it's going to be like a tough change for everybody. Everybody hates change. Everybody hates it when, you know, things change and you suddenly go from 300 viewers to 15 just because you're in a different category. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's going to suck for a while. It's going to suck for a long time. Yeah. But I, at face value, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Sure, like, you know, maybe you can look down the line and see, like, okay, maybe all the programming streamers on Twitch, maybe if they all lost, like, 90% of their viewers, you know, something's got to be done. Right. Um, whether it's just, uh, you know, going back and implementing the, the programming category again, or, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think you really hit, uh, you really hit the nail on the coffin with everything that you just said. Um, you know, the big thing, honestly, being that, yeah, it's, it, it's tags, right? They really want to push people to the curated tags and be able to, um, use those, um, to be able to specify what type of, uh, yeah, what type of, uh, stream they are specifically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I do believe there are tags I can search right here actually while I'm on here, but I do believe there is tags for game design and game development and stuff like that, specific tags, mm-hmm. um, in there. And I think that's definitely what people are going to have to start utilizing and start realizing if they're, they don't fit into a certain category on Twitch, whether it be non-gaming or even just, uh, they want to add a little bit of flair onto their, um, stream so people can find them so that they can stand out to be a little unique. Uh, Twitch is really trying to push the tag thing. Um, whereas before I feel like the community thing was very optional. Um, I feel like it was something where, eh, sure, cool. I'm in part. I'm in part of this community. Whatever. Like, I can look at my analytics page. It doesn't really show me that any viewers are coming from this community thing. It's just something that looks cool on the side, right? Um, mm-hmm. But now, you know, when we do this podcast, we are under gaming news, news, educational, family friendly. And when I usually stream games, I put myself under family friendly. And I want to say that uh, so far, using the tags, it's very early on. About thirty to forty percent of my viewership or new viewers, I should say, that come to the channel actually come from the tags whereas before communities nothing ever happened you know i think people are searching like family friendly and like i think Mm -hmm. a lot of times honestly what people are doing for me for my channel or whatever is they're going to you know hearthstone or they're going to fortnite or they're going to whatever game i'm playing and they just type in the tag thing family friendly and it filters everyone out and they kind of find me from there whereas before who would really search in communities right Mm -hmm. (laughs) for a specific stream or something chill streams dog you know what i mean like no one did that (laughs) yeah so no it's something that totally makes sense because you know i don't know if you've ever created a a website from scratch you know how you have like i mean it's like squarespace but like yeah that's if that counts not really, right? <laughs> it's like template-ish. But template-ish. you can add like meta tags up in the uh, okay. head of yeah, 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 yeah. HTML. But like you can add like certain words uh, to help search engines find your website. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like just the same idea. Yeah. And it makes sense from a programming standpoint, from a, you know, just a, a development standpoint on Twitch's end, that that's probably one of the better ways for discoverability is mm-hmm. if someone has... Um, some sort of just adjective to describe you. Right, so, right. So, I mean, tags in itself aren't a bad idea. And it's, it's cool that you actually have metrics that mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. show you that people are coming in from, from these tags. Mm-hmm. That's really, really helpful information. 
definitely. Uh, we're kind of getting off on a little bit of a tangent, but I mean, uh, I also did kind of want to mention this with the tags. You know, I'm still complaining about all the features with tags that we don't have. Mm-hmm. I want them on mobile. I also want it so that I don't have to apply tags every single time I stream, which is really annoying. Um, yeah. Also, the tags that we have on this podcast are what show up as the tags on the VOD, and I cannot add any more tags to the VOD, which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of annoying uh, as well. I will say that I was watching some streams and some other podcasts and some other stuff. And unfortunately, I don't have the source for this type of stuff. But um, somebody was talking, and I think this makes a lot of sense, actually. But I, they were saying that the tag system is most likely uh, just a baby step forward because the AI learning on Twitch's end is very, very, very bad. <laughs> and in a very, very <laughs> infant stage compared sure. to, say, Netflix or even YouTube's algorithms for helping you find a video, right? Oh, yeah. uh, when you search for something on YouTube, you know, I was searching for Android phones for a little bit on YouTube. I feel like every video then just showed up was like some helpful Android video that somehow yeah. knew I was like a new user because of what I was searching for. And I feel like the tag system is just baby steps into probably just AI type of learning on Twitch where it could suggest you new content, suggest you new clips from mm-hmm. your favorite streamers, et cetera, et cetera, to be able to get you to view certain things. And maybe even oh, yeah. in the future, rearrange how view uh, streams are presented in gaming categories uh, mm-hmm. so that they're not just listed by, you know, this guy the, has the most viewers in this category. Uh, he's obviously going to be in number one. Maybe there will be in the future a way for this, uh, you know, artificial intelligence learning to be mm-hmm. able to organize them by streams they think that you find interesting because of your tags that you searched, or maybe because of tags that you've even used personally yourself as a streamer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think we're also forgetting that um, Twitch, even though it's like been bought out by Amazon for a billion dollars, it's still a very new company. Mm-hmm. with a very very new set of people if we look at youtube or something like that we have a company that goes back to 2006 so we've right. got a company that's very very mature and also has the backing of google mm-hmm. and who deals with you know searching as their main business right so we gotta we gotta give twitch a little bit of time to figure this out because they basically have to start from scratch right we also just have like um yeah, it's that also, and also, like, um, Twitch is still in this kind of, like, niche type of category, so they have, like, just growing pains all over the place, right? Because they mm-hmm. finally kind of, this year, you know, this year, maybe last year as well, they kind of captured a lot of the gaming market, and a lot of people took notice, especially since I feel like last year, the big thing on Twitch was, like, a lot of sponsored content, especially mm-hmm. from, like, these big game companies, these AAA gaming companies, as well as esports being streamed on Twitch, and mm-hmm. I feel like this year, you know, there was a blow up with a bunch of normies because of Fortnite. <laughs> oh, and I, yeah, and yeah. I feel like that's kind of the phase that we're still going into with the rest of 2018 and probably until, you know, 2019 is them really trying to push it and trying to make Twitch like a household name. Whereas everyone knows YouTube, not everyone knows what Twitch is. Heck, right, not, right. not everyone even still somehow knows what live streaming is. But YouTube is such <laughs> ingrained uh, in everyone. So I feel like Twitch is really pushing for that. And so it would make mm-hmm. sense that also that they, their technology is pretty far behind something like, uh, like YouTube because yeah, they're pretty, they're baby. <laughs> they need to, <laughs> they need to pick up the slack and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, they need to mature and they're going to go through their growing pains as well as, uh, Twitch, you know, as well as like YouTube, how it's gone through its growing pains and continues mm-hmm. to go through its growing pains, unfortunately. Um, but Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of a little off track, but I mean, it was a good talk to talk about just the, the tagging system. Um, uh, yeah, I will say to any programmers or people who are doing game design streams or stuff like that, there are tags out there that will specify what your streams are about and stuff like that. I think that another good thing would just be able to network together for all you guys and be able to, you know, temp- come together in probably one category is, I feel like, a little bit more beneficial than you guys think so or realize um you know i've seen friends who stream irl and they now stream under cooking or travel or art or whatever it might be and you know their numbers have stayed relatively okay or they've gotten even uh a lot more viewers i know from uh the user end of the uh this of things i've talked about this before but i was like i didn't realize there were so many cooking streamers (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) i didn't realize there were so many outdoor streamers because it's so nice after having everyone kind of split into their own categories you know you can go to one of these categories and just see all of them you know what i mean so that's, that's like probably the big thing that uh, is, uh, you know, to, you know, you guys will make it through science and technology. will get through. It does suck that there's a lot of change and that there's a lot of difference in that type of stuff. But beyond that, I mean, that's, you know, that's just how it is, you know? 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, totally. All right, guys. Um, so back so, on track. Back on track. Um, I guess we can go ahead with our last article, which I think will actually take a while to talk about. And uh, we'll cover uh, some big stuff here. Uh, so let me get some. Uh, let me take a drink of my water, and we can start talking about this one. So, for anyone who is not uh, involved in uh, what we're talking about right now, and we kind of talked about it on Twitter or on Discord as well, but a big thing this time around was um, there is a video that came out by Disguised Toast who is a Hearthstone streamer. Uh, and he actually did a video that was kind of off-topic from the norm, from what he mm-hmm. usually does. Uh, if you guys don't know, Disguised Toast is a top 20 streamer on Twitch TV. Uh, he does uh, he does streaming full-time as well as creating YouTube content for the game Hearthstone. He's also branched out into variety streaming as well. But you know, at any given time he's streaming, he's usually the top of Hearthstone and maybe in the top 30 streams of, you know, uh, on Twitch. And uh, he decided to come out with a video that he said that got a lot of backlash and a lot of his friends were really mad at him for releasing it. But he decided, you know what? This information is already kind of out there. I'm going to make a ton of views, <laughs> get a ton of exposure, so I'm going to make it. So the video he made was called How Much Money Do Twitch Streamers Really Make? An Inside Look from a Top Streamer. And um, so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the podcast. We're going to break down Toast's numbers as well as the other streamers he mentioned in the video as well. If you guys want to, you guys can check out the show notes as well. There is a direct link to this YouTube video, which is only about 12 minutes long and uh, pretty pretty concise and pretty funny of a video. So uh, I guess what I'll do is I'm going to go down each section and break it down. And then we uh, Pixel and I will discuss it and give our opinions on what we think about it. Um, cool. So uh, some of these I think are pretty, pretty surprising. I thought uh, I thought some of them were going to be way less, and I thought some of them were going to be way more. Um, so Toast is on any given day around a top ten to top twenty streamer. Uh, donations per month he makes about two point five k in donations per month, and for him, for the size of the stream he get is uh, with almost eight hundred thousand uh, followers and. Anywhere between ten to thirteen thousand concurrent viewers. That's actually lower side of donations. He doesn't push donations as well as he doesn't have text to speech or anything like that. So for him, donations are pretty small. Uh, for ads, he does not hit his ad button at all. If you guys don't know, partnered streamers have literally a button on their dashboard where they can press it and play a thirty-second ad, sixty-second, ninety-second, or one hundred and eighty-second ad. Uh, for all their viewers to see. But uh, if you enter a Twitch stream and you don't have Adblock or Twitch Prime or whatever, you will get a initial ad. And that's and that one is forced on you by Twitch. The streamer has no control all over it. If you guys entered this stream or, you know, uh, anyone's stream, then that's where it ended up. You know, an ad was probably shown to you guys. Uh, he mm-hmm. makes actually $4,000 a month from that. And I thought that was really surprising. Um and then kind of the big money here, uh, subscriptions, as you guys know, since uh, most of you guys listening to this know about Twitch, um, you know, uh, Twitch takes 50% of every sub. A sub is roughly about, you know, $4.99 or $5. So Twitch takes about 50%, which mm-hmm. is about two fifty. And uh, Toast has around 4,000 subs. So he makes about $14,000 per month, give or take. I mean, he's just giving that as a baseline. You know, he didn't include his uh tier two subs and tier three subs Mm -hmm. uh but he will he also mentions that top tier partners which they consider a top tier partner somebody with ten thousand views or more a top tier partner gets Mm -hmm. a 70 percent cut so they get about 350 and twitch takes the rest um so huge that's pretty huge as well and uh you know all that together he makes about 20.5 you know twenty thousand dollars let's say base salary per month but then he also considers sponsorships, but those are bonuses in his opinion. So his base salary oh, yeah. roughly every month is about $20,000 a month. Um, he also talks about sponsorships, which include live appearances, sponsored streams where a streamer plays something and uses hashtag ad or hashtag sponsor, sponsored YouTube videos, and Insta slash Twitter pictures of the sponsored project. 
Uh, for streams, it's one cent per uh, viewer, so about a or one cent to a dollar per viewer between one thousand dollars and ten thousand dollars, basically, per stream, and that's per hour, by the way. So he was saying that he has had, um, you know, uh, uh, sponsored streams where he's gotten a thousand dollars per hour. He's had sponsored streams where he's gotten ten thousand dollars per hour, and those usually have a minimum of let's say three to five hours. Um, YouTube, it's about $5,000 per video, and that video has to have roughly a 30-second ad in it, as well as focused gameplay on that. Uh, live events, which is like um, attending a convention or attending a PAX or entering a tournament, let's say at TwitchCon or whatever that might be for a game company, those will get you about $5,000 to $10,000. And then tweets and Insta pictures for him are usually packaged in. Uh, since he is a streamer, Instagram and Twitter are not his main platforms. So it's most likely about $5,000 per post. But like I said, that's wrapped into uh, his streaming sponsorship uh, as well and being able to stream it. So overall, dude makes about 20 k uh, a month. And, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Um, so, you know, hearing all that, Pixel, uh, what are your initial thoughts of that price point? And, uh, yeah, because this video has... This video has actually circulated a lot. It was on the top mm -hmm. of Reddit a couple days ago, on the top of our videos, uh, and a lot of other subreddits. Uh, it, it had, uh, it, you know, a lot of people have been talking about it. So, what are your thoughts and opinions on his salary and stuff? Um, well, let's talk about this in terms of year, because I think mm -hmm. most people talk about money like when you know a yearly salary. So that's about two hundred fifty thousand a year, mm -hmm. uh, give or take. So right. that puts him on par with like the levels of like doctor or lawyer before tax. Remember that though before tax. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think I don't see a problem with this. Mm -hmm. I don't see a problem with the amount of money that he's making Consi mm -hmm. considering if you look at other celebrities, like if you look at a movie celebrity, they're making millions per picture mm -hmm. and that's over a few months of work. Mm hmm. A streamer is similar in that they have a, a large audience, a large reach, and they have direct access to viewers. Mm -hmm. And that is valuable to companies. For a company to just, they, they, they can pay a few thousand dollars for immediate access to his 10 to 15,000 viewers. And that's pretty much chump change for right. a lot of these companies. Like, you can pay an advertising agency 10 times that maybe even like a hundred times that depending on the campaign size. Mm -hmm. And it's it, the, the advertising budget. When you look at those companies, it's absolutely enormous. So this is just a drop in the bucket mm -hmm. and they know that this, this investment into advertisement is going to pay, pay them back. They wouldn't do this otherwise. Right. So they're going to make money on top of whatever they invested in this. So you know what? I don't see a problem with it at all. Mm -hmm. The companies know what this is worth. Toast knows what this is worth. I think it's, if anybody has a problem with it, it's the viewers that have, uh, that really need to know that this is, you know, this is what he's worth and mm -hmm. he shouldn't be, he shouldn't be afraid of that. He, he should just, you know, he should never feel bad for, for selling out because this is, this is his career. Right. You, you know, yeah. Yeah, he should he should be asking for as much as possible with this, and you know what? I'm happy for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that, uh, especially on the selling out thing, because I will admit that I was kind of one of those people that's like, oh, sell out. Like I kind of didn't like when streamers did that, you know. But yeah. I will say that you know the thing that you guys got to remember about this is some people are looking at this and they're like, wow, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to play video games, like that's really really cool and minus the stress and all that type of stuff that comes from streaming uh knowing from it personally and i'm not even a big streamer at all and knowing from friends who are you know anywhere from a big big partnered streamers to small partners to affiliates who have been stressed out and burnt out from streaming as well you know one of the things is is um you know to toast and other streamers you know where it is their full-time job honestly they don't know where they're going to be in 10 years right mm -hmm. uh next year um, Toast could, you know, not be a popular streamer anymore and make a third of this type of money. You know, right. uh, I think a thing, I think something that people need to re really forget about Toast is that he also started from YouTube and then transitioned to Twitch in December mm -hmm. of 2017. It's literally been a year, and it's crazy to think to think about. And he was on the top 10 
like biggest growing channels of Twitch because literally of 2017 because literally he had of 2018 I mean because he literally didn't really stream that much at all you know what <laughs> I mean before prior to that so yes there will always be exceptions yes there will be the summit one G's and there will be the destinies and there will be those people that have been around for a long time and have stood the mm -hmm. test of time but uh, you know that is few and far be uh, that is few and far between mm -hmm. you know and um, you just don't know what you know where toast is going to be in three years in four years you don't know you know the numbers might be not be consistent the pay is not going to be consistent it can go up it could go down mm -hmm. and you know yeah yeah uh, it, yeah it's just it's so random yeah i mean these these top streamers we're talking about like lebron james of streaming essentially mm -hmm. these are people who you know they they have no idea how long they're going to last in this industry and they need to be able to just you know, strike while the iron is hot and yeah. just take in as much as you can. Yeah. I think it's also kind of a reminder that like in comparison with other entertainment jobs, you know, they're not making that much money. I'm not saying that they deserve to make more money, but I'm just saying, you know, look at basketball players or look at um, movie stars like Tom Cruise, you know, guy gets paid 25 million a movie, you know, and people are mm -hmm. like, that's insane. But think of how much the movie overall makes and think about, you know, he's a small pawn in all of it. To be honest, you know what I mean? There's people oh, above yeah. him who are getting paid a lot more <laughs> than yeah, that. I mean... Look at the Conor McGregor fight that happened yesterday. Dude <laughs> got paid $100 million to fight for like four or five minutes. But, you know, there yeah. are people like, that's ridiculous. But think of how much money, you know, he will make in, you know, uh, you know, the rest of the organization, the sponsors, right. the advertisement, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, will I, happen, I, you know? I always tell people, like, you know, you think that's a lot of money? Just look at who's writing them the checks. Yeah, exactly. Like, how much money are they making? Yeah, think of the so owners and stuff. So, like, this is this is small fries, you know? Yeah. Um. So, you know, I think Toast, like, I think Toast just, you know, his pay salary, you know, I think that, um, I hope, you know, I don't know him personally or anything like that, but I do hope that, you know, he does, you know, is wise with his money and probably invests it in other things or whatever because... Yeah. Uh, you know, there, I can only think to be honest on YouTube, you know, it, YouTube stood the test of time just as a platform in general, of course, but mm -hmm. I can only think of a handful of people who have really been super successful and have super enjoyed their job still on YouTube after all these years. Um, you know, oh, who yeah. I used to watch when YouTube first came out. Um, for example, I think the top two people that immediately come to mind are Smosh, you know, and they're kind of around, but like one of the people left Smosh, like one of the guys. So mm -hmm. it's just like one dude now. And Rhett and Link. Those are like the two top, you know, big YouTubers that I can think of that are like still killing it, still doing their thing, still rolling mm -hmm. in big views. And like, it's like an established type of thing that's been around for a very long time. But I can yeah. think of so many other YouTubers that I used to watch back in the day where when I was in high school or in early college and I go back and check out their channels and they don't exist anymore. They're mm -hmm. deleted. They're gone. They've moved off of YouTube and they're doing more behind the scenes type of work, you know, and they're just kind of like yeah. average Joes now. So, and I, you know, I can see that yeah. with Twitch as well, with Twitch streamers. Oh, yeah. you know. I, I look at it like um, creative professionals. Mm -hmm. um, how many artists do you see like having decades-long careers? Mm -hmm. Not that many. Not that many have stood the test of time. Usually they have like um, one big hit. And every other one is, you know, they're, they're moderately sized, but usually they just have like one big thing. And they don't really stay in the limelight too long because audience tastes change mm -hmm. it's very rare that you know that you have just like lifelong fans mm -hmm. it's it's actually a very very small group I mean, if you look at old um bands or something like that sure mm -hmm. you know they have fans but for the majority of people they they move on to whatever is new is fresh because we're always looking for new experiences mm -hmm. we know we know what that artist says you know you know he's got a great book he's got a great piece of music but we always want to look for something new we always want to look for something that's just fresh and i think a lot of streamers need to be aware of that and it's very very hard to keep your stream fresh i think any streamer who's ever streamed knows how hard it is to come up with new ideas every single stream to be able to talk about 
new things every single stream. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's definitely something to keep in mind. Um, as you know, with streaming as a career. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think it's also a good time to remind everyone who's listening and stuff as well that, uh, you know, we are talking about probably the top point one, you know, point zero zero one percent of Twitch. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if you, um, you know, I don't know if you ever saw that video that was circulating about the guy who like kind of said he's going to quit streaming or whatever. Uh, it was like a, a guy. I don't see. This is a sad thing is I don't even remember the guy's name, but <laughs> there was a video circulating that got a pretty. You probably can Google it, guys, and it you know has a pretty substantial, large amount of views. Maybe about you know fifty thousand views or something like that. So pretty big, you know. But it was pretty mm-hmm. much this guy that, um, you know, pretty much said that uh, he had been streaming for a year, uh, had been working a part time job because he really wanted to focus on streaming. So he had enough to you know pay rent and you know, pay for food, maybe not live, you know, lavishly or eat out a lot or go hang out with friends and get, a, you know, beers or something, you know, but, you mm-hmm. know, make, you know, make do. And he had been streaming, um, you know, five days a week for seven to eight hours a day for a wow. year. And uh, he basically just came out with a video and was like, you know, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm done streaming. Like I was told that my stream was really great, uh, that I have a great personality, that I'm funny you know, I have a good computer, I have a good setup, I have a good overlay, I have good scenes, you know, and he's like, you know, I only have, you know, a, you know, 50, I think he said he only had like 1500 to 2000 viewers, you know, at, at most I get maybe five to 10 views. I've been hosted by big streamers and none of the people, you know, after they hosted me, nothing stayed. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. And, you know, even after this video came out, I like, went to his channel and it was just, yeah, like he had a very good channel, very good graphics, you know, stream can, had the stream time down was consistent, very funny type of guy. But yeah, for the same for me, like I did not follow him. You know, I don't know why, mm. but I just didn't. And so I think that's, you know, something to remember that guys is that like, you know, <laughs> it's really hard to make it as a full-time streamer. You can have everything yeah. down statistically. <laughs> you know, you can have the good overlays, you can have the good intros, you can have the personality, you can be funny, you could be streaming consistently. Mm-hmm. you know, or whatever it is. And for whatever reason, the RNG is not in your favor and you know, you just aren't one of the lucky ones, unfortunately. Yeah. So I think it's a good reminder to, to remind people that too briefly. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really like capturing lightning in a bottle. And when mm-hmm. you look at the top streamers, that's, they're an example of that. You know, they just, they have all of those things. And for some reason they just have that audience. Like, you know, they, they're there. Mm-hmm. And there is no mathematical formula for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, I think Toast definitely deserves this because it's one mm-hmm. of those industries where, you know, yeah, he's getting paid a lot. But think of the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people below him that oh, get paid yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. And who are doing yeah. this for fun or who are doing this as a hobby. So I think that's something to to remember about, you know, his payments as well. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. There was a ton of risk involved. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, uh, anything that surprised you about any of these statistics or analytics that you maybe wanted to expand uh, expand about? To be honest, I was uh, pretty surprised about his 2.5k per month donations. I didn't even realize he got that many donations. You know, we no. we've been talking about. Oh, I should add this though. He did wrap. It does seem like he wrapped bits and actual PayPal donations into one. Okay, so yeah, you know that makes sense. Uh, I, I I wish that he broke down a little bit and said, you know, how much of that 2.5k is actual donations and how many of those are actual bits. Mm -hmm. Because we've talked about this a lot on the podcast and I feel like, you know, I cannot remember the last time that I've personally gotten an actual PayPal donation and not like a bit, you know what I mean? Like a cheer bit. Like I remember people coming in, like sometimes donating like $3 to me. Right. And nowadays it's like, they just throw 300 bits. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I don't, even in other streams, I, it's very rare to see people actually donating actual money. You know what I mean? Here's $25. It's usually here's 2,500 bits. You know what I mean? So I would, I would have loved to know that if toast could have broken that down. Cause that would have been very interesting to me. Cause I wonder how much it actually is. Right. But yeah, it's, I think it's like we said, like we're starting to see a lot more bit donations as opposed to actual monetary donations. So, you know, I would have liked to see that too, but oh well. Yeah. I think what really, what really surprised me about this is the, the ads $4,000. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) 
That too, yeah. For for the month is surprisingly high. That's I, I don't know what the CPM is on, on these ads or whatever, but Yeah, I don't know either. Or how many unique views he gets per month. That would help break it down, just kind of figure out like what it is. Mm-hmm. But that's an absolutely enormous amount of money. If he had no subscribers, no donations, no sponsorships whatsoever, he could actually live on ads yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he would have a decent life. Yeah. That is absolutely astounding to me. Yeah. I, I will make a note, by the way, uh, when you watch the video, uh, it is a little bit out of date. I think it took him a while to make this video because mm-hmm. at the time he mentions like how much, how many subs Ninja has. And in the video, he says Ninja has about 130,000 subs. So mm-hmm. just, just an FYI, like this ad information is also when like Twitch prime had paid ad block and your Twitch oh, prime yeah, can yeah. counted as, as a full impression as in you interacted with that ad fully. So it probably could be, possibly a little bit lower than the $4,000, but that is a crazy amount. That is absolutely insane. Yeah. That's just, that's wild. Yeah. That's, I, that, yeah. That's fantastic. I see. So I'm curious because I feel like, you know, he probably has a lot of viewers from Asia mm-hmm. uh, and Asia is predominantly mobile viewing. And so I wonder if he, they're just getting a lot of ads on mobile over there and that's where mm-hmm. he's getting it from. Uh, it would make sense. You know what I mean? It's very possible. Because that does seem like super high, the 4,000. Mm-hmm. Well, I just say that each YouTube video gets about 5,000 per video. And how many views does each YouTube video get? Like, um, Oh, so, uh, yeah. So for, uh, uh, yeah. So he said that, uh, or it's like 100, he gets 160,000 or 170,000 views per video or something like that. Okay. But then I think like the CPM right now is like $1 per 1000 views. Hmm. You know what I mean? Right, uh, right. And then he said like only 50 to 60% of his YouTube was ad blocked or something. Hmm. So, you know, that's pretty good. Like you're making 30 video, 30 videos at roughly 150,000 to 250,000 views. Multiply that by 30, right? Then cut that in half mm-hmm. to the actual views. And you're making right. like decent change from that as well that's yeah that's very decent i mean that that's that's pretty good so oh yeah i um so yeah i mean i don't know i don't know how he's what his ad metrics are they're pretty crazy though yeah it's 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 really surprising like i didn't think you could get that much from a video with uh like only one hundred seventy thousand views i thought you'd have to give like half a million or more well that's all that's this is also from him hitting the ad button Oh, true, like yeah. on Twitch, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. But it is it is crazy that it's the initial button, like mm-hmm. it's the initial one coming into the stream, and not like he's not sitting there like some people do and just jam that ad button. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I know people who like, like actually, sp- I feel like spam that ad button like crazy. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and... I there's like a PUBG streamer that I was watching, like pretty not small, but like mid level, and I didn't yeah. realize uh, that he like plays an ad like while he's in the lobby, huh. like he enters the lobby where you know the people are, you know what I mean. Plays another mm-hmm. one there, and then he plays another one in the plane and while he's jumping out. So it's about three minutes of ads like every time, and then if he dies, it just he just does it again. It's actually pretty crazy. Annoying. I guess really annoying. Yeah, because I realized because my. Like I don't use AdBlock, but hypothetically, if I did use AdBlock, my AdBlock ticker was going up <laughs> in my hypothetical scenario of using it. You know what I mean? Like really right. fast when I was watching. So what the heck? It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I mean, like if, if if that's just the initial ad, can you imagine if Toast just went and pushed <laughs> that once during a bathroom break for every stream? Yeah, let's say once could, an hour. Like right? what? What does that mean? Like how much is he gonna make from that? That's crazy. Yeah, if if I could see that easily doubling, yeah, and just it, by yeah. playing one extra ad, it's actually insane. And it it will be interest, it will be interesting to see like what happens now because like I did say, his YouTube information was a little outdated. So it'll be interesting to see what happens now with the whole mm-hmm. Prime changes because this was this information was obviously taken before the Prime changes. I feel like right. So that that was pretty interesting as well. Yeah. Um, go back. I, I, yeah, I'm really glad that he opened up uh, about this because 
Mm-hmm. I, I remember you said that a lot of people actually didn't like that he went public with this information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just like the culture. I feel like, like for me personally, like my, you know, my dad uh, would tell me like how much he makes, and then people, you know, he'd be like, "But don't tell anyone else. Like, you shouldn't tell anyone else how much you make." Like that's what I was told my whole life by like the people around me and my family. Just yeah. don't tell anyone how much you make. You know. Yeah, yeah. And there are reasons for that. Like, it's so people don't know that you like, you know, you're swimming money and you know, you become a target and things like that. Right. Um, but if you're talking to like colleagues or something like that, I think it's a lot, it's a lot easier and a lot better. Because yeah. when you when you're just going in blind, when you only know your own pay, you never really know how much you're actually worth. So if you know someone else's pay, that gives you kind of like a baseline to figure out how much your own worth is mm-hmm. and how much you should be asking for things. Like say, I mean, say you're just a streamer and you, you just hit it big. Right. And you're just like, oh man, you're getting sponsorship deals left and right. You get all these things and you have absolutely no clue what to charge. Oh yeah. Like, who, are you, yeah. who are you even going to ask? Like, yeah. are you getting ripped off? Are you getting a great deal? Like you have no idea. Yeah, and sometimes you even have to pay someone for access to that knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so, for Toast to come out with this, this levels the playing field. Oh yeah, definitely. In a this, in a good way, in a positive way, for sure. I think more positive yeah, than negative, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It gives people just like a baseline to figure out. Okay, you know what? If Toast can charge this, and I have maybe like a quarter of his views, then I can charge a quarter of what he's charging. Mm-hmm. And wait a second. Oh my God, that's like 10 times what I've been charging before. What the? Yeah. I could have been charging so much more. This is great. Then you, you use that as a way to empower yourself to just like give yourself knowledge and figure out like what you're actually worth. And this, this, this carries over to like all sorts of other industries too. Like, you know, just definitely you're, yeah. you're any or any normal day job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, like if I was in that situation or whatever, like it's kind of crazy, like, it, like it's kind of crazy, like, um, because I, you know, if I was like a big streamer or something like that, and someone came to me and was like, "Hey, do you want to play our game for like a thousand dollars an hour for like mm-hmm. four hours?" I'd be like, "Uh, heck yeah, I do." Like, you know what I mean? That sounds like a ridiculous amount of money, but like, right. and I probably would just take it. You know what I mean? But like, mm-hmm. what if I was actually valued at like three thousand an hour? Like, I have no idea. That sounds ridiculous. Like. Three thousand an hour? Like you just offered me like a thousand dollars, even like heck, even a hundred dollars an hour for me, like to play your game sounds ridiculous. You know what I mean? Right, like I yeah. would totally take that. But it's it's great that Toast has probably that has Toast has released this video and stuff like mm-hmm. that, so that um, you know, at least like for people who have just started streaming and who are new, newly partnered and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, and who are becoming full time streamers, it's a good way to be able to like kind of like you said level the playing field and see where they stand because they might not have managers or people who can manage them like toast probably has toast has management who handles all these things for him you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and is on his side so it's great that uh, he has that uh, on him (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is which is pretty cool absolutely Um, yeah yeah you have to pay for access to that knowledge and i'm assuming that they have to take a cut out of every single business deal Mm -hmm. so yeah, it'd be nice to not have to do that, but you know, I think it makes life. I think it. Topic. Yeah, I think it makes life. I think at the end of the day, it makes life easier. These people aren't business people; they're streamers. You know right. what I mean? And yeah. I think it's really hard for them to, you know, you know, for them they would like, uh, you know, probably send a bunch of typos and, you know, say five thousand, take or leave, and that's it. You know, respond and not respond back. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just easier for them, and I they probably get paid. Hopefully, maybe they get paid a little bit more. They're able to charge a little bit over. Let's say they mm-hmm. want five thousand, maybe they charge six thousand, so the talent agency or their manager can take a cut of the thousand, right? So they're still right, evening right. out or whatever. And uh, I know Toast has had a manager since he started streaming, so these were his numbers while he started streaming, <laughs> while he's had that manager the whole time. So I mean, he's mm-hmm. doing pretty well still, <laughs> even with that manager cut, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I was also a little surprised by the uh, subscriptions subscribers having 4000 subscribers i don't know why but i always thought toast had more hmm. like that is yeah, a lot don't get me good. wrong but like you know toast is like up there as like probably one of the highest streamers you know what i mean and yeah he I gets mean... about thirteen thousand views and so that's very interesting mm-hmm. to see that just because you have like i i you know you notice this in a lot of streams but just because you have a lot 
just because you have a lot of viewers doesn't necessarily mean that it translates into a mm. lot of subscriptions or a lot of loyal fans, which right. I find really interesting, you know? Yeah, that is really <laughs> interesting. I actually, I would have expected him to be like double that. Yeah, same, to be, to be honest. Yeah, it's, uh, I thought that was on the low, lower side for him as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of streamers out there that just have very loyal subs and mm -hmm. very loyal fans and uh you know that have maybe only get 500 views but they have 1800 1900 2000 subs but i've only ever seen them with like max 500 views you know yeah um yeah. there's a streamer that i watch he usually gets about 1800 views but the guy's about to hit like seven ak subs <laughs> like it's crazy <laughs> um yeah you know so i just thought the sub numbers were a little low as well i thought so too i think mm, there's probably reasons for that um i could guess but i think that might be for another stream yeah um and then i guess breaking down really quick what did you think about the sponsor stuff <clears throat> let's see the sponsored stuff youtube a little bit surprising for the amount of money per video yeah um live events that's not too crazy i don't think yeah especially like if you're actually having to travel to an event like you've got to pay for travel housing which they probably should provide they probably but... do yeah yeah, so like for that amount, I think that's fair. I think honestly it's it's very it's very fair for yeah. his his level of popularity mm. and the fact that you are taking away uh time from your own stream. Yeah. So you you are you're basically giving up the ability to create income for that day. So you have to look at yeah, how much or just, you just get multiple day. days, yeah. Yeah if it's multiple day event yeah it racks up so donations ads um all these other avenues like you have to count up all of that and bundle it up together and say like hey I, you have to be paying me this much over that mm -hmm. in order to make this live event worth it yeah so so yeah so it's <clears throat> it makes a lot of sense that those live events cost between anywhere from five to ten k that's very fair to be honest yeah i i think it is as well it's just um it's not unheard of and honestly like think of how many times like you've heard of an event you know where you have no idea what the game is you have no idea what the event is but you heard that you know s you know one of your favorite streamers or comic book artist or writers or something was at this event and you went to it right mm -hmm. without even knowing what the event was about, what game they were sponsored by, or whatever, you just wanted a chance to hang out there, right? That brings yeah. them business, that brings them eyes, that brings them exposure in some way, form, or fashion. So I'm not totally surprised with that either. Um, I will say, just to kind of wrap it up, unless you have anything else to add to it, Pixel. Yeah, I think it that, everything. That um, uh, Toast did say that he would wanted to expand on this sponsorship, sponsorship segment, and he felt mm -hmm. that that could be its own video in itself. And oh, that yeah. uh, he has talked about that he wants to do one on the sponsorship thing here. And then he wanted to do one kind, kind of in a very Toast-like fashion called The Cold-Hearted Truth About Starting Streaming. <laughs> and that was to aim at people who come to – he claims comes to his stream and say, hey, man, how do I get start streaming? Or how do I yeah. get big like you? And so he is planning to do more series of these videos, which I think is pretty cool. I think it's great that he's basically selling advice. Yeah, not even selling it. He's just giving away freely. He's giving it away freely, but yeah, he's getting like ad revenue. Off oh, of no, it. yeah, that's totally. Um, so, yeah, like I said, that video is in the show notes. It's about a 12 minute video that breaks down everything. He mentions his own stuff, which I thought was really cool of him. So we all know how much he makes now. And then he compares mm -hmm. basically what he makes to people like Shroud and Ninja and Dr. Mm -hmm. Disrespect and other people, which, uh, you know, I won't speak for their numbers because we're focusing on Toast video here, but, you know, that in itself will blow your guys' mind. You know, you know, everyone knows the sub count, but just to imagine if Toast is making 1 to 10K at his level of viewership, think of how much Ninja makes when he does a sponsorship for Uber Eats or Grubhub. It's pretty crazy, Ugh. apparently. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, so... That yeah. is. I would like to see yeah. his numbers on uh, merch too. Actually, he forgot about merch. Yeah, he did not add merch as well. Um, from what I understand, and uh, this is just from my like from my own like reading into things, it doesn't seem like merch is a very big thing. Mm. Um, from what I understand, from a lot of people who have I've talked to personally, um, 
people who have done merch, it's more of a fan service thing. Mm. Um, the streamers that uh, I know personally and stuff like that, who are you know fairly sizable in the three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand followers or whatever, you know, some for so, basically it's basically merch just flatlines for a long time, and mm-hmm. then for whatever reason there'll just be a giant spike and then it will flatline again. And that giant hmm. spike could be caused by someone just all of a sudden really liked the shirt and started wearing it and repping it. Somebody, um, there was a sale for the merch for some reason. It was, you know, whatever that might be. But usually there's a big spike and then it just flatlines like pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had some streamers say that, you know, like people who have like 6,000 views that they sold five shirts. <laughs> you know, sometimes they would sell five to six shirts a month. You know what I mean? But then some months, you know, all of a sudden, boom, skyrocket to 600, 700, 800, 900 shirts. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I know that they don't make that much money from them either. I think the cheapest they can make them is about $18. And from there, they only get about a dollar or $2 per shirt. So it does seem like the merch type of thing is like is more of like a fan service thing. I don't think they make that much money from from it, unfortunately. That's true. Yeah. So. Uh, I know Toast does have merch, but he doesn't really like promote it all that much. Mm. You know, it, gotcha. it's actually some pretty cool merch. Actually, should probably I should probably pick some up. Oh really? It's like okay. it's Hearthstone yeah. decks, like in like Toast style cartoon drawing, but with Toast faces on them. So he has like spiteful druid and stuff like that, or he has like uh, harem mage, but it's like all with like pieces of Toast spread on them. I don't know. They look pretty cool. Oh, that's pretty, pretty cool. Unique, but. Yeah, surprised that he didn't do that. But yeah, look out uh, in the future for us to talk more about, you know, his other videos if they do potentially come out or other videos that make their waves on the internet that pertain to Twitch and live streaming. But uh, yeah, with that, guys, I think that is it for episode nine of the Deep Thoughts podcast. I think uh, we went pretty fast with this episode, but I think it's a pretty solid episode as always. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pixel and I are trying to make it so that these episodes are about an hour long for you guys for your work, you know, car ride to uh, car ride to work or something like that, or just for a couple commutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, um, you know, as always, guys, you can uh, follow uh, Deep Thoughts Podcast on Anchor or on iTunes or on Stitcher. You guys should check it out there. Um, also, you should follow Deep Thoughts Podcast on Twitter, capital D, capital T. O-U-G-H-T-S, capital P-O-D. Uh, you can also find the VODs for... Uh, Pixel's laughing at me again. You can also find the VODs for the live stream at youtube.com slash Twitch TV S-H-I-G-E-O-S, Twitch TV, all lowercase. Um, if you guys didn't know and you guys are audio listeners, uh, I should mention again that we do stream the podcast every Tuesday at 9 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo. Um, so if you guys on audio only want to ever come out and say hey or what's up or see what we look like, uh, check us out there. Uh, Pixel, where can the people find you? Well, you can find me at my Twitch channel down below. It's twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher 101. Or streaming soon. come by... What's that? I said streaming soon, right? Streaming soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you can also find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash pixel no underscore pusher 101. Exactly, exactly. And like I said, guys, this was a pretty special episode since we were not we are not going to be able to record on Tuesday. So we will see you guys hopefully next next Tuesday. <laughs> next Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Next Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. Um to be able to record all this type of stuff. But I'm Ryan. Uh, if you guys, uh, you guys should know me since you found this podcast, but if not, <laughs> since you're here, yeah, since you're here, but if you guys didn't know, uh, you can follow me at Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo, or you can follow me at Twitter, twitter.com slash Ryan Kubo. And then also Instagram.com slash Ryan Kubo. That's all one word, all lowercase spelling. So yeah, guys, uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, this was episode nine of the Deep Thoughts podcast with uh, Ryan and Pixel. Thank you guys so much for all the support you've been showing us in the last few weeks. We really do appreciate it. But until next time, I will catch you later. Peace, guys. All right. Take care, everybody. <laughs>